0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Oh yeah, better than this. I don't know what I'm doing, I can't do this
1: shit. What's
0: better than this? Guys, me and dudes, here on the Draft dudes Podcast, presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Kraft from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this Wednesday edition of the show. Our first 2020 mock draft will be done right here on this
1: podcast. Kyle, Wolf. Thanks, Joe. Glad we could finally get together after 20 minutes of chasing our tails, courtesy of ZenCaster. If you're ever looking to get into remote podcasting, I would highly recommend using any other service other than Zencaster.com. Good to be here. 25 minutes after we hope to start. We've got a TDN meeting
0: coming up in a shorter period of time, so we got to do this thing.
1: Boy, this is kind of good. It gets us under the... (laughs) We do our best work under pressure.
0: Yeah, and here we are. We're under
1: pressure. We can't be late to our own meeting. No, it's true. But... Yep, we've we've already done the 32 picks in the first round of the 2020 NFL draft in this mock draft uh, in which we are not using the Vegas odds orders, Joe. We right. are using our prediction or uh, the records from our predictions courtesy of a website that actually works the way it's supposed to, playoffpredictors.com, in which we selected the winner of every single NFL game on the schedule for the 20 20- uh, 19 NFL season and the playoffs.
0: So, if you're mad about where your team is picking, you can blame us and you can reach us
1: at Twitter no, at no, Tampa no. Bay
0: Tray, at Benjamin Solak.
1: No, send your emails to Zencaster.
0: Oh, yeah, Zencaster. They're Zen not going to care about draft order, though. Well, you
1: know, I don't care about their terrible product.
0: <laughs> All right. So, you have odds, I have evens. And... It's true.
1: It's true. So, do we want to go through the draft order once first, or do we just no. want to reveal it as we go?
0: Go as we – if you haven't been listening for, like, the last 10 days, you're just going to have to find out as we go.
1: Okay. Yeah. Dun-dun-dun-dun, dun 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 I think I've started every mock with that jingle. Would you like to make a trade here, though? I guess. I, you know? Uh, I would. And these two teams just did business. Yeah. Involving a quarterback. Yeah. But the Arizona Cardinals are on the clock. Uh, can I do that?
0: If you give up, I'll let you do it for the sake of this mock. If you give up twenty-one, the first so, get, the, so the, the Cardinals will pick three thing. and twenty-one. Yeah,
1: they might make the same. Oh, jeez, jeez. <laughs> no, can't do that. Can't give up three and twenty-one to jump up two spots. Really? No. All right. You see what the Dolphins' offensive line looks like, Bubba? I do. I do. So the Arizona Cardinals are on the clock and they're picking Jerry Judy in this mock draft because for me, Jerry Judy is the best football player in this year's draft class based on everything we've seen to this point in time, 1128 PM on Wednesday, September 4th, 28 minutes after we were supposed to start our podcast. All right. At this point in time, Jerry Judy, best football player period, Arizona Cardinals, Cliff Kingsbury, they need some more dynamic weapons. I know they like what they got in Isabel in the slot. Let's get a stud. Volume receiver, Jerry Judy. Kyler to
0: Jerry. Let's go. Yeah. That's going to sell some tickets. Yeah, and that's pretty much what they care about there, right? Correct. Number two overall, the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm the general manager, and we're going to go with a new direction at quarterback. Justin Herbert. No. No, it's not. It's... Sure? Everybody knows my QB1... Tua Tagovailoa, quarterback from Alabama, pairing him with Zach Taylor, and the Bengals are suddenly going to be favorites in the AFC for years to come. Well, I don't know about that. But... Yeah, I got a little crazy there. But, look, I'm excited. He's my number one quarterback prospect. He's my, my number one player in this draft. I love him. Love his uh, how controlled he is under chaos. Love his accuracy. Just, uh, just so natural. Everything he does, man. Give me Tua.
1: Now, I don't know if you knew this. Uh, but the Dolphins, who are on the clock at three, yeah, uh, they're going to be real bad this year. And I the reason know. why the reason why they're going to be real bad is because they need a quarterback. And in a perfect world, they could walk away with to attack of Viola. But if your constellation prize is my third overall prospect on my board entering the twenty nineteen college football season, and he just so happens to be a quarterback, you did okay which is why the dolphins are going to pick Justin Herbert who I think has a little bit of a higher physical ceiling than Tua Tagovailoa. Just needs to, you know, continue that development and progression upwards and not get stagnant. Um so did you see Pro Football Focus they put out their power rankings and
0: win total projections? No. Today. They did it today. Today, Kyle. They have the Dolphins winning 6 and a half games.
1: They're drunk. There's zero percent chance the Dolphins so their, pow-
0: their power rankings has the Miami Dolphins at 24. Kyle,
1: 24. So ninth or eighth yeah. worst team in the NFL. Pro
0: Football Focus has them 24th in their power rankings that were released today on September 20, September 4th. Behind them, the Buccaneers, Lions, Giants, Bengals, Bills, Cardinals, Jets, Raiders.
1: I'm here for the Lions slander, but that's it. <laughs>
0: I mean, come on now. Dolphins are 32. They're 32. I don't care what did, you say. Did
1: you see ESPN? They did like 2,000 simulations of the 2020 season, and they like randomly picked one, and the Dolphins were 8-8. Eight and eight.
0: Oh, my. <laughs> I can't believe the expectations for the Dolphins are this high. I can't believe it.
1: Yeah. Right, Two months ago, I was complaining about how little respect they got, and now we're they're getting... too much now that they got rid of all the players that like gave them a reasonable chance to win a couple football games. <laughs>
0: Oh boy. All right. I'm on the clock now with the giants number four. Overall, this sets up very nicely. A team that I think is uh, very much in need of, of pass rushing talent off the edge. They get the best, best off uh, best edge rusher in the class and chase young from Ohio state. Uh, you got those bullies inside and Dexter Lawrence and Dalvin Tomlinson uh, and, and BJ uh, BJ Hill. And now you get a nice outside pass rusher and chase young. Nobody
1: like him on this roster. It's a big need and uh, we solidify it right here at number four overall. Well, listen, my only regret with that pick is that we know how much the Jacksonville Jaguars love to pick defensive linemen in the top 10, and the Jaguars win on the clock at five. I wouldn't have actually considered them there. That's just kind of a lighthearted jab at the Jags for constantly picking defensive guys. Uh, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to give him an offensive guy. Joe, what's your biggest complaint about the Jaguars? They don't have anything I'm scared of uh, in
0: terms of offensive weaponry. Not one thing.
1: So how about some CDs lamb on this Jaguars offense, Nick Foles getting a a premier pass catcher, you know, in, in probably eight out of every 10 years, I'm going into a season thinking CD lamb is like wide receiver one because he's very dynamic in a lot of ways. He's not super explosive, but he runs crisp routes, phenomenal hands, phenomenal catch radius can phenomenal contested catch ability and body control. Uh, I think he would be a very big upgrade in a different kind of dynamic relative to all the lean body speed guys the Jaguars have on their roster.
0: That'd be something there to work with, to throw the football to, that I might have to lose a few minutes of sleep over if I'm a defensive coordinator. Not right now. Somebody tried to come at me telling me D.D. Westbrook. I'm like, every team in the NFL has D.D. Westbrook. You know? All right. Jaguars fans are going to hate me. Uh, number six overall, I have the Oakland Raiders. I am Mike Mayock right here. And I'll tell you what, man, uh, these these pass rushers, these good pass rushers are hard to find. A.J. Epinesa, edge rusher from Iowa, him and Cleveland Farrell, man, that'd be a couple of really powerful dudes, heavy-handed guys to really – condense that pocket and allow some of those interior penetrators they have to to make some play. So really like how that defense would would formulate. And I think it's a good predictive pick. You think about Paul Gunther and types of defensive ends he's had throughout his uh, the course of his time in Cincinnati and obviously the Cleveland Farrell pick. I think this really kind of fits their prototype.
1: Washington Redskins coming on the clock at seven, Joe. And we gotta end the slide here. Cause this player is a phenomenal football player. Washington Currently in a little bit of a standoff, I think to put it mildly with their left tackle. So why don't we shift our eyes towards the future? Let's get another big bodied, long armed, super athletic for his size, uh, left tackle of the future to protect Dwayne Haskins, who as not the most mobile quarterback will need really strong pass protection. Andrew Thomas, offensive tackle, left tackle from Georgia, uh, Great value here with the seventh overall pick in this simulation. Really like that fit with Washington too.
0: And yeah, with Bill Callahan, let's go. Good player, man. Such a clean projection for him. All right, uh, number eight overall, I have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Always a high-stress pick to make in the world of TDN. And this is another one of those got to stop the slide type thing. Grant Delpit, safety from LSU. Um, honestly, I know that they just drafted some really good, exciting young defensive backs, but – that doesn't prevent you from taking a player like Delpit who is very, extremely versatile. Uh, you can play him up. You can play him in man deep. Anything you want to do for a safety. And these are these chess pieces, these matchup equalizers that you need on defense now. Uh, and, and Delpit can be that type of player, a true field general, tone setter type player. I think that he is one of those transcendent type pieces of a defense that uh, that you just don't pass over at this point. You'd love to get an edge rusher for the Bucks, but not at the expense of passing up on Grant Delpit in this scenario.
1: I'll tell you what, man. These uh, LSU defensive backs might be DBU. What do you think? I know uh, Texas just claimed it this week.
0: Yeah, after not having a first round defensive back in seven years, they <laughs> they put their team out there with the shirts on. That's bad. It's yeah. a Florida
1: State LSU discussion, and that's it. Well, Florida would have a claim if they stopped putting out busts. Yeah, they get drafted high. They're just never good. What well, we had? Did we? T's got cut. Did uh, Quincy Wilson get cut oh, too? He's, he's hanging around. He's hanging around. Vernon Hargraves hanging on by the by a thread. Yeah. yeah. CJ Keanu Henderson, Williams. really, really disruptive or uh, really disturbing start to his 2019 season as the next S- guy in line.
0: Still allergic to tackling is CJ Anderson.
1: Well, the guy that I'm going to take for the San Francisco 49ers at corner is not allergic to tackling, Joe. Christian Fulton, another LSU defensive back. That's two in the top nine. <laughs> Fulton, long levered. Uh, physical. I love his aggressiveness. I love his ball skills. Um, the 49ers, what was it, two years ago? Was it two or three years ago that they drafted Akella Witherspoon? Uh, in 17, I think. If Akella Witherspoon was not soft, I would have thought he had a, a very promising chance to be a plus starter at the NFL level. I don't want to stick a fork all the way in Akella Witherspoon yet, but he hasn't progressed to a degree in which. I'm encouraged by. Richard Sherman is 30, 31 years old, has already had to come back from an Achilles tear, and he wasn't fully explosive, like we're used to seeing Sherman. Um, he's up against the clock with Father Time, too. So with that in mind, Fulton is kind of cut from that same cloth as Sherman. I really like that fit with San Francisco. Get him a chance to learn uh, under Richard Sherman.: Last pick in the top
0: 10 belongs to the Detroit Lions. And I am going with a cornerback here. This is a second corner in a row. Paulson Adebo from Stanford. Love his versatility. Physical guy. Ball skills are present. They need a guy opposite Darius Slay. I love they got Justin Coleman now in the slot. Like some of the pieces on the defensive line. But I think they have a liability at starting corner opposite Darius Slay. Let's get that shored up with uh, one of my favorite prospects in the
1: class here in Paulson Adebo. little run on corners here, Joe. The Denver Broncos are on the clock. At number 11, and there's one more like stud corner that I feel really good about as being one of these top three in this year's NFL Draft class. A, a group of corners that is a very talented group, I'll put it that way. There's a lot of guys that I think we'll see sneak into the first round here uh, at the corner position, but Bryce Hall is the one for me that has all the boxes checked as far as ball skills, physicality, length, uh, his ability inside the contact window to really reroute wide receivers. Uh, The Broncos, listen, they got a defensive head coach. It seems like they've kind of embraced a non-dynamic offense, if you will, a little bit more of a vanilla offense, and they're going to just really attack the defensive side of the ball. And Bryce Hall, I think, helps them do that at a better level in 2020
0: love Bryce Hall man love him. um all right number 12 here I've got the New York Jets I've got an exciting young quarterback in Sam Darnold a running back I just paid tons of money for and I've got replacement level players at offensive tackle not and great Kevin, and Calvin Beecham and Brandon Shell. I'm gonna upgrade that with Tristan Wirfs offensive tackle from Iowa he played on the left side this week man I don't know if you saw that and uh, he's one of the freakiest athletes in this class I mean his raw strength and his his measurables and how he moves for his size is very very exciting I think he's going to be a plus starter in the NFL it's time to get Sam Darnold some help on that offensive line
1: yeah uh that's a that's a home run fit especially when you consider uh the one addition they did have on the offensive line was ko right they also they've got Ryan Khalil out of retirement so they got
0: they got better on the interior. I, Khalil, I, I mean, I'm not sure he didn't play great for Carolina last year, and he came out of retirement late to be their starting center. So we'll yeah. see. You know, I, I think he's more of a one year guy, if anything. And Ko is coming off a down year for the Raiders. We know what he could be, but yeah, I mean, there's just shaky stuff across that front that front five for the Jets.
1: The Indianapolis Colts are picking 13th. I believe we had this team finishing seven and nine. I'm gonna make it real easy, Joe. Jordan Love, quarterback, Utah State. Andrew Luck just uh, retired very unexpectedly to the fan base. And uh, I know they just extended Jacoby Percet. I believe it was two years, $30 million. But in the grand scheme of things, they haven't married themselves to Jacoby Percet. They've effectively added an extra year onto his contract to help him be a stabilizing force. But they're not committed And I don't think they should be committed. I think you need to go get a guy with a little bit of a higher ceiling.
0: All right, I've got the Tennessee Titans here at number 14. I got to help this interior offensive line. Ben Jones is a free agent after the season. He's a projected starter at center, replacement caliber player. I think center's really becoming one of the really important positions in the NFL, especially when you have – Uh, 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 well I guess any quarterback to be honest with you they can all use a very reliable center let's get them a dude like Tyler Beattis from Wisconsin best center in the class, total ass kicker up front, I think he's one of those I don't want to say a Quentin Nelson type interior offensive lineman because that's a very exclusive company but maybe just a tick below in terms of what I think he can do for a
1: front five music to my ears Joe imagine giving Tyler Beattis a go back to school grade Uh, brother could not be me. Could not be me. Carolina Panthers are picking 15, Joe. I'm picking for your second hometown. Yeah. Keep pounding. Let's keep pounding. What did you think of this pick? I didn't.
0: I I wanted to take this player that you're going to pick about six times already, uh, but um, I let him slide. And I think, I think it's the right pick because you, well, I'm not going to give it away, but you have some expiring contracts there. Yep. And. Yeah, it, that makes a lot of sense.
1: This kind of was a blend of BPA and looking at the roster. And on the defensive line, you've got uh, Kwan Short is 30 years old. Jeremy McCoy is 31. Don Terry Poe is 29. You mentioned the contract situation with those guys going forward. Derek Brown is still on the board. And with and Derek they- Brown on the board, this is a best player available that just so happens to fit long-term needs for the Panthers roster. Yeah, McCoy
0: and Vernon Butler both uh- – expiring and poe i mean i don't i don't Poe was a bad signing to begin with so they they can use a, some replenishment there I, I like it number 16 buffalo bills gonna our get our bills out yeah our bills gonna get josh allen a weapon here one of my favorite receivers in this class Henry Ruggs from Alabama, what's that dude run? Like a 4-2 something, right? Just sick speed, but it's not just speed with this guy. He's not John Ross 2.0. This is a guy with ball skills. This is a guy that can create after the catch, runs nuanced routes, man. He is going to create space that Josh Allen needs to fit the football and obviously help with the spacing of the Bills offense, a true vertical threat, but I think he can win at every level of the field. Big fan of Ruggs and uh, would like to to pair him with Josh Allen this offense to see what can happen.
1: Well, I'm going to make another pick to pair a receiver with an offense. Uh, the yeah. Baltimore Ravens on the clock at 17. And the Ravens went out, and they drafted Hollywood Brown, and they drafted Miles Boykin. Boykin, ideally, is your X. Hollywood Brown is your Z. How about a guy that you can move around, be a slot, be a, a, a guy you can manufacture some touches for, but has a really special skill set with the ball in his hands? complements the the Ravens offense because they have speed components in there and they have spacing components in there. I think that really adds up to me really liking the fit of LaVisca Chenault, the wide receiver from Colorado, going into this Ravens uh, pass catcher group and really giving Lamar Jackson the absolute best chance that he has to be successful with those two rookies from 2019 having a year under their belt, Chenault, the tight end group that they have, really building a a very nice complimentary set of receivers for Lamar. I
0: think that's one of my favorite picks of the first round. I I really like how he compliments that group. And like you said, they're going to be a really interesting offense. And part of what they're going to do is manufactured throws. Who else would you rather have manufactured throws to them? LaVisca Chanel. I think it's a slam dunk pick. Good job. I've got the Minnesota Vikings at number 18. We know that uh, Mike Zimmer. Uh Rick Speelman, they like to draft corners, defensive backs, and we've got Trey Waynes as a free agent. We've got McKinsey Alexander as a free agent. How about Jeffrey Akuda from Ohio State? A lot of people think he could be the best corner in this class. I want to see him a little bit more confident with uh, with the way he plays and especially when there's opportunities to attack the football in the air and make plays, but from a physical profile, I mean he has every trait you're looking for in terms of being a top NFL cornerback. I think this would be good value at uh, a sleepy position of need. Xavier Rhodes, I'm not going to put too much stock into the preseason, but he didn't look like Xavier Rhodes to me either. So I think they need they need some some uh, some young talent here at cornerback. No, they have uh, Mike Hughes, I think he'll play slot. For them, I think they could use another boundary guy, and Okuda can give them that.
1: Death, taxes, and the Vikings drafting corners in the first round. Seattle Seahawks on the clock, Joe. This
0: is a super Seattle pick here, huh?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think about the athletic profile of this guy. I think about the style of play that that Seattle plays. I think about having a mismatch eraser, a guy that you can move all over. You think about what the Seahawks were able to do when they had – Cam Chancellor and Earl Thomas on the back end of their defense. And Isaiah Simmons is a little bit more of a linebacker type. But at the same time, I am in love with the concept of that long, explosive athlete in a, of Isaiah Simmons playing in the back seven of the Seattle Seahawks. I think they could do so much to maximize his skills. I mean, play him like in a Cam Chancellor hybrid role. Mm-hmm. God, perfect beautiful
0: they need a lot of help too in the secondary i've got uh the dallas cowboys here at number 20 missed the playoffs <laughs> what was the record 11 and 5 or, so, or 10 11 and, and, and
1: 5 missed the playoffs jesus man seahawks uh, missed the playoffs too by the way yeah all right at so i have the Dal-
0: six you think about dallas there's two big needs right tight end and safety those are the two big needs that kind of you always pop i don't have a tight end to help them with but i've got a safety worth this pick i'm talking about xavier mckinney from alabama um Think of think of do-everything type defensive back in the mold of Grant Delpit, but maybe a B-plus version of him. And I think that he would pair very nicely with Xavier Woods. It gets Jeff Heath out of the starting lineup. I think that you can do a lot with McKinney. You can play man coverage up against tight ends, which you've got some good ones there in Philadelphia who are you know going to be a thorn in your side for years to come if you don't get a matchup eraser type player. So McKinney, if he can clean up some of those tackling issues, man, he'd be every bit worth the top 20 pick.
1: Remember when you tried to get me to trade – Three and twenty-one to go to one. Yeah, you get two. You get the best quarterback. I'd have done it. Three and twenty-one with yeah. offensive line that includes Julian Davenport, Michael Dieter, Daniel Kilgore, uh, Shaq Calhoun, and uh, Jesse Davis. Jack, Cal, uh, Shaq Calhoun's like a UDFA. He's going to start this year. Right. 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 What's up that? With that, that, that man? That's that's not that he's good. It's they have nobody else. There's they a reason why him. they went out and traded for Danny Isdora and they <laughs> traded for Evan Baim. It's because they needed bodies. So I couldn't do that deal if I was going to give up 21 because I knew I was going to get an offensive lineman that I liked. It didn't matter if it was an interior guy or an offensive tackle. It just so happens that Lucas Nyang is still on the board. Very athletic for TCU. Um, really like his, his ability to... Uh, Effectively frame blocks in his pass sets. His feet aren't always the cleanest. But you can tell he's a really springy, uh, dynamic athlete on the edge of the offensive line. And um, if I could have got a trade and gotten above uh, Cincinnati to draft Tua and 1 without giving up 21. I'm just saying because I probably could have found a way to make it work with two first round picks in 2021 as well. Now I've got a blindside protector for Tua. On my right tackle, in Lucas Nang.
0: Fantasy futures selection for Joe Marino, Lucas Nang.
1: Like to see that. Yeah, how, many at point, how many points you score?
0: I scored a lot right there. Two, no, two hundred in, in real life. How many points you score? In fantasy sir, like sir. That? It's week one, sir. Calm down.
1: Because I'm in first place. Yeah, everybody. Yeah,
0: we'll, we'll talk to me by the end of the year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know what's going on with your Raiders pick here. I don't know what happened to it. But yeah, uh, I took I took it out because I was an idiot. I gave you Tur Grosmanos and you drafted a Mepeness at six.
0: Oh, so something different's gonna happen there. Okay, yeah,
1: I surprise you with a
0: pick. All right, I'm excited. At uh, number 22, I've got the Los Angeles Chargers. I'm going with Dylan Moses, linebacker from Alabama. Even if he doesn't play this year, I think he's got uh, enough tape and enough physical upside to. Draft him in the first round, especially a team like the Chargers. They're counting on Thomas Davis to play a big role for them. They've had a real interesting situation over the last couple years at linebacker, playing a lot of safeties down, not even using linebackers at times. Some of the linebackers they have are limited. I can get a lot of those problems solved in one player here, and Dylan Moses can be the quarterback of that defense. Give me Moses
1: 22 to the Chargers. Joseph, you broke my heart with that pick. You wanted him for Oakland? I wanted him bad for Oakland, but I didn't get him. So... As I said, I had initially given them Gros Matos and and realized it after the fact. That's why we draft ahead of time. And uh, I'm looking at the names that came off the board after. And this is a little bit of wild card here, Joe, because I will reserve my right to swipe a player. But I'm not going to do that. Oh, Jesus, man. (laughs) I'm not going to do that. Because somebody played this weekend... And it was a really big deal that they did. And it also happens to be a player at a position of need for the Oakland Raiders. And assuming that health is not a problem for this player, this is a first-round caliber prospect. Do you have any idea who you're talking about? I'm 100% fascinated right now. I have no idea. The Oakland Raiders, with the 23rd pick via the Chicago Bears, in the 2020 NFL draft, will select... Trey Smith, interior offensive lineman. Do not play him at tackle. Let's go. Tennessee volunteers. This guy will punch you in the mouth. Did you see him uh, collect that slab against Georgia? uh, Georgia state killed that guy. Yes. Yes. Georgia state or Georgia Southern. I can never keep them. Georgia state, Georgia Southern's halfway decent. Georgia state's two and 10 last year. And they beat Tennessee. At home. Yeah. It's bad. Uh, At home. (laughs) Fat. That never uh, happened to Butch Jones. If never. Trey Smith has clean medicals, he is a top 25, top 30 caliber talent at offensive guard. Preach. Reach. No, I said preach. 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 Yeah. G is important there in that word, you know, preach and reach. So get Riggy Incognito out of here and give me Trey Smith.
0: All right. I've got, uh, what is it? Pick 24. I've got the Atlanta Falcons. I've got uh, Vic Beasley, who's not too good. Toc McKinley, who's not necessarily met expectations. How about a chess piece, chess piece like Clay Von Chason? Is that how you say it? Edge?
1: K-, K. Levon Chason.
0: Yeah, okay. Uh, Chason from LSU, the Edge. Uh, big time 2017 season and was hurt last year. But if you go back and watch his tape, man, you see a really exciting player in terms of physical gifts. And I'm looking for him to put it all together this year. He, This is the type of player that, not a lot of buzz over the summer, but if he has a season, I think he can. We're going to talk about him as a top 25 pick.
1: And I have I think a confession that, to make. Yeah, go ahead. I almost took him with the Ravens at 17.
0: So there you go. I mean, it's, it's he's definitely worth this range and would give Atlanta a, a versatile type edge rusher. Like, I don't think he's just a, a full a player that, plays as a true edge I think he can do some stand-up stuff and work in space so I think he's versatile Dan Quinn can have a lot of fun with him in that defense
1: you watch him in my against Miami in the season open 2018 killer yes uh he was like Josh like a more explosive Josh Allen
0: yeah that's good that's a good comp stronger too
1: yes so I mean he he is very very promising want to see a little bit more pass rush out of him uh but I think if he stays healthy and he plays well and decides to come out, like bottom of the first round's the floor for yep. him. Yep. Uh, Cleveland Browns on the clock at 25. We're coming down the home stretch here, Joe. Uh, I'll make this quick. We talked about the offensive line being an area of weakness uh, for the Cleveland Browns already. I don't see any offensive tackles that I absolutely love here, but they do have another interior offensive lineman on the board and Creed Humphrey from Oklahoma that I really like. I, I think he'd be a great fit, kind of plug him in. Let's build that line from the inside out. Make sure it's sturdy in front of Baker Mayfield. I got the Steelers
0: at number 26.
1: This is a peak Steelers pick, by the way.
0: Right, it just felt right. It just felt right. T. Higgins, wide receiver from Clemson. Um, I think this allows Juju to really remain in that slot role. You have James Washington as your other outside receiver. And um, just making sure that Ben has the weapons he needs late in his career to maximize whatever's left. And um, I really like what they've done on defense to kind of shore some things up. Like their offensive line, just give me another weapon on the outside and allow everybody to be better on that that Pittsburgh offense.
1: All right, so the Green Bay Packers are on the clock with the twenty seventh pick. We had this team going eleven and five last year, and I look at this roster and I love what they did as far as overhauling the defense. Uh, pass catchers is an area of who's going to step up below uh, Devontae Adams. Is it? Valdez-Scantling, Geronimo Allison. Why don't we draft somebody? This team just said farewell to Randall Cobb, right? How about a guy who could probably play in the slot, has speed to burn, very dynamic player. I think he's got good uh, good explosiveness and ball skills. Jalen Rager from TCU. Uh, I think he could be a very dynamic, explosive play guy, especially not being asked to be the focal point with Devontae Adams there in that wide receiver room. Uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh, as you said, with Ben Roethlisberger getting into the tail end of his career, let's make sure he has every, every every target necessary for him to be the absolute best he can be.
0: Got the Los Angeles Rams here at number 28. And this Marcus Peters, Zakeeb Talib thing hasn't been great. And I know it's only been one year, but I think Talib is definitely towards the end of his career. And we don't have a lot of long-term young answers behind those guys. Let's get one here. And Trayvon Diggs, the fifth corner of the first round out of Alabama. And uh, I think there's a chance he can go much higher than this. I mean, he was outstanding against Duke. And Mm -hmm. um, I thought, you know, look, if he came out last year, he was in the first round discussion. So this is a deeper corner class, and there's different dynamics in this class, which changes that discussion a little bit. But uh, former wide receiver, good ball skills, and there's a lot of exciting physical upside here. This would be, I mean, if, if he gets to this range, this is a Rams pick all day.
1: So this is five corners, and six wide receivers.
0: Good year to get a guy on the perimeter, man.
1: New England Patriots on the clock. I'm not going to give him a corner or a wide receiver. I'm going to stay true to the Belichickian way, right? Let's draft in the trenches early. An Alabama guy. We just saw the, uh, the promo for that HBO special with Belichick and Nick Saban. That connection, mm-hmm. those two guys, that's going to be a great watch. But Belichick's going to continue that pipeline. Raekwon Davis is still on the board. And Raekwon Davis, to me, feels like a very New England Patriots-esque pick. Uh, very uh, impressive build and physical strength and explosiveness. And if you can get him to to really clean up hand counters and getting hands off his frame once he's engaged, uh, this could be a, an absolute steal at the end of the first round.
0: Whew. All right. Uh, let's see here. What I've got the Saints here at number 30. I know you hate this pick a lot. I do. <laughs> I do. Uh, you had a reaction when we made the picks in the spreadsheet um, that I can't read out loud here on the air. Uh, 30, New Orleans Saints going with a linebacker here. They've been needing some linebackers, man. They've been massaging this linebacker situation here lately here, trading for Kiko Alonso, and I think they signed somebody. They need a true second-level enforcer. I like what I saw from Kenneth Murray, this linebacker from Oklahoma, uh, in that Houston game. I need to go back and watch some more of his tape, but – I think this is a pretty limited linebacker class right now. And uh, he looked like one of those tone setting enforcer type players that has good range. He played fast. And uh, we'll go with a little bit of a surprise pick here at the end of the first round for the Saints.
1: Imagine, just a moment. imagine drafting a linebacker and not drafting my. Not drafting who? T. Wright. Oh. <laughs> a Georgia kid. sorry. You know, a team from a conference that actually plays defense. Kansas City Chiefs on the clock here, Joe. And they're going to take a corner because this team needs corners in a bad way. So that makes it six corners and six wide receivers in the first 32 (laughs) picks. Clemson corner A.J. Terrell, who I was watching some of last night and really, really liked what I saw. I thought he was uh, very smooth. He's physical. Uh, he's quick to close. He's not the most like explosive hitter, but he's not afraid to tackle. And because he's aggressive stepping down, it works pretty well for him. So uh, AJ Terrell, uh, another ch- notch for those Kansas City Chiefs as they look to rebuild that defense to complement the offense with Patrick Mahomes now.
0: Super Bowl champion Philadelphia Eagles here at number 32. Could have went a lot of different directions here, but want to get them a a chess piece on defense, a back-end guy, a back-seven guy, I guess. Hamsa Nasser Ladin from Florida State. He went to the same high school as my wife, something I unpacked when I was uh, researching him the other day. And, um, look, I I mean, he's still developing. You know, he was Florida State's leading tackler last year, kind of plays this safety linebacker hybrid role, a lot like Isaiah Simmons does in Clemson. Similar type physical upside in terms of size, mobility, Uh, The way they're built, their physique, I mean, just the type of guy that you want in today's NFL and these defenses, you really got to be able to account for a lot. You got to be able to play sideline to sideline, got to be able to play fast, take away some of the matchups. And and I think that this is a type of player that can do that. Um, I think even though you have Malcolm Jenkins in place, you could still play him kind of as a weak side linebacker uh, and you can move him around, you know, in sub packages. And I think he'd be really fun for Jim Schwartz and, and really help them take away some of these matchups that the NFL today poses against you. So Hamsa
1: Nasser-Ladeen, hybrid player from Florida State. That is the end of the month. All 32 picks are in. Joe, we did pretty good. 35 minutes.
0: Not bad.
1: I'm We're not going to be late. Yeah, I am proud of us. That's a big accomplishment. It took us less time to do this mock draft than it took to do takes on takes yesterday (laughs) yeah how about it so we're doing picks against the spread tomorrow yep yep uh notre dame did not cover minus 19 so (laughs) who would have thought that man (laughs) so joe finished uh with the, you're effectively one, two games better in the win-loss column, but Northwestern pooping their pants is really a difference between us being tied right now. Yeah, you hate to see it. Yeah, I do hate to see it. You're absolutely right. Come back and find out who we're picking next week here on Draft Dudes.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts